Hey, future bad bitch, I created something for you that you are going to friggin' love. It is called my How I Lost 60 Pounds of Fat and Kept It Off for Good workbook and video series. I lost 60 pounds of fat over six years ago, and I'm sharing all of my secrets with you. By the end of this workbook and video series, you will know what you need to think, what you need to eat, how you need to move your body, and how to make all of that new stuff stick. You just head to thehonestway.com forward slash guide. That's the honest, W-E-I-G-H, like you weigh yourself, dot com forward slash guide. I will also put a link in the show notes for you so you can start your massive weight loss journey today. I hope my next be a poet that she bad his fight and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what I eat in a day, and it's a lot. (laughs) If you would have told me seven years ago that I would eat this much food on a regular basis and be able to maintain my weight, I would not have believed you. (laughs) As a matter of fact, right now I'm doing a little lean out because I will be 40 by the end of May. And my husband and I are planning on a little trip to Vegas. And I thought I wanted to lose a few LBs before then. But I digress. I'm still all I wanted to tell you was that I'm going to be 40 and that I eat a lot of food even when I am losing weight. (laughs) That's really the moral of that story. (laughs) Okay, so by the end of this podcast, you will know what I eat, when I eat it, how I manage all of that, because there's a lot of eating, that means a lot of preparation, right? Maybe not, we'll talk about that. And I will tell you how I track all of this. So how I make sure that what I eat is aligned with my weight loss goals. Cool, let's go ahead and get started. I thought I'll just share with you basically what I ate yesterday for starters. I know I tell you all the time, I eat the same breakfast every single day. So I have a spinach and feta egg white omelet with a piece of toast. Lately, I've been enjoying that with a an orange. So I've had an orange, so that's a huge, huge breakfast. That's really important because I truly believe that when you make a healthy breakfast with intention, it seems to set the whole day with that health in mind. So I really make sure that I eat a great breakfast. And it's always my largest meal of the day as well. And that makes sense because you're fueling your body when you're most active and then not fueling your body later at night when you don't need it as much. So my breakfast is usually the same thing every day and that's what it is. Now lunch is where I like to switch things up a bit That's when I do some of my fun recipes that I create on my meal prep guides for my clients. And I might do something, what did I eat yesterday? Oh, oh my gosh, it was so good. I made like a tabbouleh salad, but I used brown rice instead. So I had um, some brown rice with cucumbers, tomatoes, a bunch of fresh mint and parsley and olive oil and lemon juice and salt and pepper in there. It was so friggin' good. I ate that that rice salad, the tabbouleh, the mock tabbouleh salad, I guess you'd call it, with some chicken that I heavily seasoned with oregano and basil, kind of did like a Greek mixture on top of that. So that was lunch. 
Post-workout, I had a protein shake. I like the gold standard protein powder from Costco because it's affordable and it tastes good. And that was some almond milk. Um, I throw a frozen banana in there and some almond butter. So that is my afternoon snack yesterday. Now for dinner last night, this was so good and I decided that I'm going to share the recipe in the show notes with you because I love it. I made lettuce cups like these these Asian lettuce wraps if you will and I used lettuce like the bib lettuce ground turkey I seasoned that with soy sauce and I had some like Asian seasoning blend so I just did that with the meat and I served it with carrot slices and snap peas Do you love snap peas? I could eat a pound of those things at once. So I made these awesome wraps. And then what I did was made an almond butter sauce that I put on top of it. And it was amazing. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. I'll share that recipe with you there if you want to replicate that process. Eating more in the morning and throughout the day. And then I'm kind of fizzling out towards the end of the night. Now, normally I would have some sort of dessert, like maybe a little bit of yogurt with some fruit or some sort of uh, belt belt sander brownie, which is something that you can do with protein powder. You can make it into like a microwave mug cake. You can just Google belt sander brownie and come up with recipes. But normally I'll have something like that, but I was just so full from those lettuce wraps last night that I didn't even have my dessert. But yeah, you're probably thinking, holy shit, that's like a lot of food and she's eating often (laughs) and you would not be wrong. I eat every three hours and I used to set alarms on my phone. I don't need to anymore. My my stomach knows when it's noon. because I'm so used to eating at nine, noon, three, six, and nine. Here's the thing. I eat at nine, noon, three, six, and nine. I don't eat in between those times. This makes it really easy for me to make decisions about having treats and things like that, because if it's not at a time I'm supposed to eat, I'm just not going to eat it. And if it's two o'clock and there's a, and I really, really want a cookie, I can tell myself, don't eat the cookie. You're going to be eating in one hour. You can wait one hour to eat your, and when you're having like a protein shake or whatever, that's pretty sweet tasting, right? So it's easy to not eat the cookie because you already know that you're going to eat in an hour and you already know what you are going to eat. For people like you and me, and odds are if you're listening to this, you are an an emotional eater and you really are attached to food as sort of like a security blanket. So other people might not get this, but I know that you do. You can have a lot of anxiety around food and it can feel like even though you know there's always more, it does feel like it's in a scarcity mindset. It does feel like you need to eat the thing even though you know you don't need to. So having that system in place to tell yourself, I'm only going to eat when I'm supposed to eat and not when I'm not supposed to. And then also knowing what you're going to eat, eat, you have a plan in place. There's not a lot of decisions that you need to make. You have the willpower 
in you to fight that off because you already have the plan. So there's a method to this madness on, on not just what I eat, but when I eat it and how I eat it. Okay. Now I manage all of this because this is a lot of eating. This is a, seems like a lot of planning, right? I meal prep. It's not a lot of work when you do it smart. If some of my clients get my meal prep guides. With the meal prep guides, you get a shopping list, photos, instructions, all the breakdowns you need. So you can prepare a whole week's worth of food in under two hours on a Sunday. So they've got that structure in place and that really simplifies the process for them. But for myself, I really don't eat a lot of my old recipes all of the time. I actually keep things even simpler because my taste buds have changed over the years and I don't really mind just having, you know, a simple uh, sweet potato with some ground beef and broccoli. But years ago, oh my God, I really needed to have those kinds of foods available to me. So what I love to do is keep things really, really simple. I will repeat recipes over and over again. My husband, I meal prep for him every single Sunday. I make him chicken and green peppers and onions with rice, kind of like a chipotle bowl. He loves that. That works for him. I know how to make that with my eyes closed. So that's really helpful. I will make things that have the least amount of ingredients possible. I have really honed the skill of making things flavorful and delicious with very few ingredients. You'll see from that lettuce wrap recipe when you click the show notes, but I love to just keep things really, really simple. The less work, the better. Every single Sunday, I meal prep my husband's lunches, my lunches, and part of of our dinners. I am at a point now where I make a lot of our dinners fresh, but I already know what we're going to be eating. So I do some of the prep work beforehand. Again, I've got that plan in place, right? There's really something to be said for planning ahead and knowing what you're going to be doing for the week to reduce the stress around food. Every single Wednesday, we eat the same thing. Every Wednesday, we have a blended family of five children, and two of the children are vegetarians. So every Wednesday, I make pasta. They can have the pasta without the meat sauce. The other ones have the pasta with the meat sauce. That's what my husband has as well. They have a nice salad with it. And what I will do is have the meat sauce, but I might take a spaghetti squash and pierce that sucker with a fork. Now, listen. I'm not going to be responsible if you blow your spaghetti squash up in your microwave <laughs> because clients have done that. But you've got to you've got to really pierce through the spaghetti squash and you can microwave it. And once that comes out, you cut it in half, scoop out all of those seeds, and then you can scrape out the inside of the spaghetti squash and it's like noodles. So I will have that with my meat sauce for dinner. So what I'm doing is I'm taking meals that my family is also really enjoying, but I'm making it so that it's aligned with my weight loss goals. Another thing I'll do is take a zucchini spiralizer and and I'll make myself noodles that way. You can purchase 
already spiralized noodles from the grocery store as well if you want to do that to kind of save yourself a step but I just make mine fresh every Wednesday night we know that that's what we're doing there um, and I will also on Friday nights is a lot of times that we will sort of look what's left over this is really fun I will make pita pizzas and I'll look in the fridge and if we got a little extra chicken left over, some roasted broccoli from earlier in the week and this and that, and I will put them on top of pitas with some pasta sauce and a little bit of cheese, and I will make homemade individual pizzas with the leftovers. This serves a couple purposes. Number one, I do not feel deprived, right? I'm getting a pizza. Number two, we're using up leftovers. We're not wasting food. And number three, it's an individual pizza. How hard is it to walk away from a full-size pizza with your slices? It's a little bit harder than it is when you've got a perfectly portioned pita pizza to yourself. This also works because with my family, I can give them a little more cheese, give them the things that they like. They love the veggies too, but with mine, I will load that fucker up with tons of vegetables on top of that pizza because I'm getting so much food for so little macronutrients. So that's my trick to you. It really does a lot when you want to use up all the leftovers and you still want to have a nice little treat. So that's what we'll do like on a Friday night. Now, Saturday nights are usually the night that I would consider my sort of cheat meal. Now, I should actually go back. Let me check the show notes real quick. Hang on one second. If you don't know what a cheat meal is, you should go back to episode number 33 of this podcast. It's titled The Ultimate Guide to Cheat Meals. And I will tell you everything you need to know about cheat meals because I've learned that people really don't understand what a cheat meal is and then they're not getting the weight loss results that they want. So I created that episode for you if you're struggling in the cheat meal department. But Saturday night is my opportunity to have something that is a little off plan, but not crazy. It's got to be something that I'm going to eat and it's still going to make me feel good, right? In the past, I have had cheat meals and I would like let's say it's deep dish pizza, I feel like shit afterwards. And I'm like, why did I even eat that in the first place? So that episode, if you go back to the cheat meal episode, I will walk you through like thinking about those things before you do them. Anyways, so that's what I have on Saturday night is something like a little treat or whatever. I might do like a steak and some roasted asparagus or something like that. You know, whatever. It's aligned with my goals. The last thing is, how do I track all of this? How do I keep all of this? Like I know, right, you know that we're meal prepping, you know we're setting alarms every three hours, you know that breakfast is the largest meal and then they kind of get smaller as I go throughout the day, you know all that, right? So how do you know if it's aligned with your weight loss goals? Because it's one thing to be eating a bowl of macaroni and cheese and it's another thing to be eating something that's going to help you build muscle, lose fat, feel really fucking good, right? Well, I like to use the app My Macros. You can download this from the iTunes store or whatever. It's called My Macros. It's a yellow logo on there with black letters. This app, I don't I don't know if it has a macro calculator on it. I'm not going to go into it today. If you you know what in the episode 
number 32. I swear to God, you guys, how many call to actions could I put in one podcast episode? But I want to make sure that you've got all the information that you need. In episode number 32, should I adopt flexible dieting? I talked to you about using the My Macros app. So what macros are, are they are carbs, fat, and protein. It's the way that I monitor the quality of the food that I'm eating, make sure that I'm getting proper energy that I need for my workouts and for my business and my podcast, and then proper protein so that I'm building muscle and proper fat because that helps keep your hormones balanced. It helps you feel satiated and all of these things really work together. But what I want you to know is that it's really important to make sure that you're eating high quality food, whole foods, and that you're getting the right amount of carbs, fat, and protein in your diet. Because I use this app, it makes my life super simple because what I do is you know, remember I said I keep recipes really simple and I also repeat them quite often. A perfect example of this would be, I told you I eat the same breakfast every day. When I'm using the My Macros app, all I need to do is go to yesterday's breakfast and copy and then paste it into today's food diary. It makes life so much easier. This is why those diets with the crazy compliance list and the the crazy recipes that take hours to prepare, this is why it's not sustainable. If you can really whittle it down to keeping things super duper simple, repeating recipes that you know you love, you know they're aligned with your weight loss goals and they're really fucking easy to track, you are going to increase your success rate tenfold. I promise you that. So there's such a method to the madness of why I do the things that I do. Some of them were sort of just subconsciously. A lot of them I've learned throughout my years of doing this. And some of them are just kind of trial and error. (laughs) Like I just figured that's not going to work. It's just not going to work when there's so many ingredients. I hope that this has helped you. I hope that kind of having a look at what I eat every day and how I eat it and how I manage all of that is helpful to you. Because I know that many of you have been asking me about what the hell do you eat, right? So now you know. Now you know what the hell Melissa eats every day. I just spoke in third person and I feel really gross about that. Well, anyways, whatever. I'm so glad that you joined me today on Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. Do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Rate the podcast. It takes like you two seconds. Can you just do that for me, please? Would you just hit those stars and let everyone know how much you love this podcast. And then if you've got a friend that is rolling deep out of keto and she is really depressed because she's gaining all her weight back, send her to this podcast, baby. Do your duty and let her know about this podcast. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today and I will see you all later. Yeah, and I hope she mad chill. That she's part of